Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harris, and here we are backstage in the fine city that is Leeds, the Leeds Direct Arena. Uh, and it gives me great pleasure to be chatting to Tommy Vex to Bad Wolves. Tommy, how you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem at all. Good to uh, chat to you. Uh, so uh, you're out uh, with the crew uh, on uh, the Five Finger Death Punch Tour Europe. Um, and uh, obviously some uh, nice links there with uh, Zoltan and uh, yeah. uh, and uh, work with uh, Bad Wolves that you're involved with. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, well, Bad Wolves is... Is is my band? It's yeah. the new band. It uh, features John Berklin, the uh, original drummer of Devil Driver, and uh, John actually plays like every every instrument. He's a really really amazing musician. Yeah. And then my my longtime one of my best friends, Doc Coyle, from uh, the band God Forbid, which is uh, another one of my favorite bands from yeah. the, the resurgence. Of American metal, indeed. I that, saw that I saw them some period. time ago. Actually, they did a, a, a tour, uh, and it was the new wave of American heavy metal. With I think it was Killswitch, God yes. Forbid, Shadows Fall, and Chimera. I think it was Lamb of God. Oh, that, oh, that was the early one. That yeah, I, yeah. I, I am that old. So, <laughs> right, right, right. yeah, that, yeah, that was you know that was like a that was when the Massachusetts and New Jersey and New York that whole area kind of had yeah. the heavy metal version of. Uh, of Seattle's grunge scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was cool. It was yeah. a good time, but a lot of a lot of great bands came out of there. So you know, so you know, Doc's from God forbid. He's also did stints in Lamb of God, you know, filling in for Mark, and yeah. he's he just um, did a tour this year with Darkest Hour playing guitar, yeah, with them, and uh, you know, and then we have Chris Kane who played guitar in Barrier Dead. Uh, and also Kyle from Scar the Martyr, Vimic, uh, yeah. X in this moment. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a pretty good, uh, it's a friends band. Yes. You know, we're, yeah. all, we're all friends. And there's certainly some fine pedigree in there as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. We, well, we, you know, we're all, we're all kind of seasoned. You know, it's like we're like the Expendables. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> right. We can't. We're hard to kill. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you know, so we we kind of came together, and John was working on this project, and uh, he sent me a song that I needed for a different for something else. Right. Um, you know, I, I just did a song with WWE for Baron Corbin, and so I write for other stuff, and yeah. uh, he, John sent me a B side from his project that he was developing, and it was Learn to Live. And he did, he was like, oh, it's not really, I don't really like it. It's kind of not my vibe. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm yeah, like, yeah. can I buy this song off of you? you know? <laughs> and uh, I went in the studio and then uh, I sent it to him the, the next day. And he was, uh, I recorded it uh, and did the vocals at Echelon Studios where I do all my records. And yeah. um, I sent it to him and I didn't hear back. And I was like, oh, he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, then he called me, I got a phone call at like three in the morning. He's like, dude. I'm sorry, I was at a bachelor party, I just threw this on, it's like, you gotta be in my band, man, and I was like, oh shit, I was like, how many songs do you have, he's like, like, 12, I was like, oh, alright, send me fucking, send me them, and, you know, and that's kind of how it all came together, Yeah. so it was cool. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, uh, signed to 11-7. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's a significant sort of achievement in itself. Debut album yet technically to be released, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, what does that sort of uh, provide for for the band Bad Wolves then? 
Well, I mean, you know, um, first of all, Eleven Seven is like has an amazing lineup. You know, there's a lot yeah. of really talented bands. Yeah. With, you know, In Flames and All That Remains, Five Finger Death Punch, yeah. Nothing More, Papa Roach, yeah. Hell Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they have a they have a they have a solid roster, and so you know, it feels good to be in that company. You know, it's also you know they they have they help metal bands get on the radio. Yeah, you know, and so. You know, it's it's debatable in this day and age, right? There's a lot of debate over whether radio matters, you know, yeah, versus no, internet tell me about versus it. streaming. Yeah, but it but there is uh, there is uh, you know the 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 importance of it and the effect of it is present because it's prevalent it's prevalent to the bands that are you know getting that exposure yeah. bands like Five Finger Death Punch and, and yeah. you know nothing more just got nominated for a Grammy Indeed, this year yeah. it's like and the, you know those guys they've been around a long time it's yeah. just they just seems like they're just starting to you know it's like people are just seeing the tip of the iceberg and yeah. it's like they've been grinding for a, for a yeah, long many yeah. years you know yeah. perfecting their craft so you know it's uh it's hopeful for us although we are a, we're a really heavy band we're we're very like um it's a very technical, progressive yes. band, yeah. um, with a, with more traditional song structure than bands like, say, Periphery or yeah. Animals as Leaders or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, you know, so I, we don't. You know, it, we're it, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. You know, we're going to see. Uh, is there an audience for us? Is it? Our, you know, what is? You know, we're just artists. It's our job to make good art. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then uh, it's nice to know that there's a platform. Yeah. Uh, for us to get seen and heard. It's interesting that you just mentioned there um, uh, in terms of uh, that you've got that technical approach uh, and I see sometimes in the blurb and I've listened to uh, they've sent me the, some of the uh, tracks uh, uh, in, and interesting that zombie you know Cranberries cover oh yeah what yeah. Yeah. a great version and it's like you oh, know, that's, that, is that gonna, that's going to feature and who had the choice of deciding that that was going to be a cover that was going to be because it's a great version of it um, basically well that was my call I was forgot what I was doing. I was like in a Starbucks or something and the song came on the radios and uh, I was like, for whatever reason, I was like, wow, these li- I forgot about this song. Yeah. And then I went home and I like went on YouTube and I'm like, watch the video and a lyric video popped up. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is heavy. Yeah. It's a really heavy, heavy song. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and it's, you know, obviously politically charged and it, it kind of really talks about you know, my what I got from it, um, I related to it um, because, you know, it's basically a song about how, you know, the proletariat, right? You know, the the common man and woman in the regular family. Yeah. You know how the how government and and wars and social and political unrest affect the regular people. Yeah. You know, and I think right now, I mean, I I I, I think that the world is kind of feeling that. Um, it's definitely happening in America, yeah. you know, and I know that, like people are seeing us in our country and we're going through a very strange time right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it felt like, uh, I was like, oh, we have to do this song. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, so it's not like, it's not always, it's not like when you do a cover, it's not because you're like, we should do a cover. It's just, you know, you just, you do a song because you're like, it's a, it is important that we do that this is said again because yeah. it's relevant to now. Yeah. And so that's kind of the attitude we had behind it. And yeah. we like kind of ripped it apart and it's got a, you know, it's got, it's heavy, but it's got like kind of a, 
industrial feel to yeah. it too and we we added pianos and um you know i don't know i'm 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 pleased with the way it's been received because yes. it's a gamble you know it's yeah. like oh we know but it's it's a great interpretation and you say that sort of that nice sort of piano intro and then all of a sudden then it, it kicks in so it's a, yeah, yeah. it's a great interpretation of that yeah uh, well, yes <laughs> cuz it's like you know it's it's it, so sometimes the most powerful messages are in a whisper you can't you know yeah. when you when you're constantly shouting um i'm all for a good like you know for a good rally yeah but sometimes it's the small voice that that people hear yeah yeah you know, so. absolutely yeah. you just mentioned there uh the likes of animals as leaders uh and i was thinking about sort of really do, is sort of bad wolves in that vein and the likes of that sort of um very progressive ambience and i'm thinking of toes and when he's doing all the finger tapping mm. and that sort of experimental aspect in the sort of the PR releases, it's, you know, for, for fans of, how do you feel about for, the fee or oh, Bad Wolves for fans of? And already sort of it aligned as like Miss Sugar meets Seven Dust, and that's, that's there already. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, I think that we get Miss Sugar, um, I think we get Miss Sugar because uh, this the guitar tuning, yeah. you know, because we're yeah. using that. The, the gent tuning yeah the, I hate that term because yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems to be this thing that lumps in all styles of bands and bands that are considered gent are, don't necessarily sound anything like one another yeah, yeah. some of them do uh, I don't think that we're like that and then the seven dust is uh, you know I mean I take that as, as a compliment if it's in the way of the melodies are catchy and infectious yeah, yeah. I've, I've toured with seven dust they're one of my favorite bands yeah. but uh, you know it's pretty it's, a, it's probably a black thing it's just sometimes that happens, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get I get compared to Howard Jones. Yeah. We don't sing anything alike. Yeah, yeah. no. It's because we're both big black dudes that yeah, sing yeah. in metal bands, so we must be the same. Yeah. And uh, it's cute, but it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, next. Sure, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah next. I mean, I literally, <laughs> I literally went, I, I was on tour with Seven Dust, like, in two, last two years ago. Yeah. And these people in Applebee's in, like, South Dakota insisted that we were Seven Dust and Seven Dust hadn't even arrived to the venue yet and so we just were like okay cool you know what I mean so it's just like alright whatever yeah you know it's just a weird thing that's It's just interesting. Indeed. So, um, in terms of the uh, uh, the album release date set for uh, March, around March time, is it? February? I believe somewhere, yeah, somewhere late March, early April. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be, we're going to hit the end of March as the deadline. Yeah. So, so uh, and, and in terms of the uh, the final track listing for False Flags is the uh, album title, as I understand? It has been. We may change it. Right. We may change it. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's kind of... You know, I, I'm going over all the um, the the, the mock-ups for yeah, yeah. the album artwork, yeah. which is actually um, Zoltan is also helping design. Yeah, and so and Trevor who does the Death Punch stuff, and you know a slew of other other yeah. uh, great bands. So we have we we might change it. So it's a it just depends on you know it. it it will be synonymous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just about ha- picking the right title. Yeah. Um, we were like super sold on it. And then something, you know, sometimes something better comes along. Yeah. yeah. The track listing is done. Um, I'm really stoked. It was hard to pick songs. It's like picking children. I was just going to say, you know, you know, if you've got so sort of 20 plus tracks, how do you narrow that down? Uh, 
with difficulty, yeah? Yeah, it's like an accordion, though. Like, you know, you start, you, you know, ever, all different bands do it different ways. Yeah. But to me, I like to start, I start, start it with the beginning song and an ending song. Yeah. Right? And then, basically, the objective is to listen to the songs in succession yeah. and choose the ones that create a movement for the listener I'm a fan of vinyl. Like I like old. I like records. I like bands that made albums that you could still listen from the beginning to the Absolutely. end. Absolutely. And it gives you a, a there's yeah. a continuity and, and a consistency that gives you you go on a journey almost yeah. like as if it's a film. Um, and even if you're you know even there's our songs are are you know pretty pretty standard. We don't have over eight minute songs or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but the album itself should be a journey. Yeah. So I think we did. We we were able to do that pretty effectively, yeah. and um, you know, you gotta always gotta step away and ask some someone else yeah, to listen yeah. to it. <laughs> Is this a you know, um, you know, and everyone's got a favorite track, so it's like we're all in class, like, oh, yeah. my favorite three songs are this, you know. <laughs> but you know, so and yeah. luckily most of us all like the same. You know, uh, we favored the same things. So you know, and then you know the songs that they, we didn't really write any. Uh, filler. Yeah. So the material that won't get used for this record will end up on the yeah. on the second one. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I mean, I'm of a I'm of a certain age, shall we say, as well, where uh, growing up uh, definitely with vinyl, uh, yeah. and you know, and it's the whole experience. It is. It's like side one, first song, mm-hmm. then turn it over when it's ended, side two, and while you've got that playing then you read the lyric sheet you re, you know you look at the cover and then you see who's done the artist and that's it's yeah, a whole experience it was listening a, experience. it was a yeah the listening experience used to be more about immersing yourself yeah. into the full uh, into the full experience that the the artwork and the band yeah. and was 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 doing and i think the younger generation it's not um, there's not a lot of investment into making booklets as much because of you know people download music they yeah. get the stuff and you know, I think there's also, you know, as the band progresses, I think it's cool to do stuff that is visually stimulating that yeah. goes with the music too. Like, I think that the Metallica movie was very interesting in what they attempted to do, and I would have been more yeah. interested to watch a film that was scored with Metallica. Right? Yeah. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And so, you know, that's always something that's in the back of my mind too. Like one day, I would like to write an album that is you know, is also a film. And yeah. each song is a music video that goes all the way through. Yeah. But, you know, all in good time. All in good yeah. time. Yeah, before you decide on a concept album and you go down that, mm-hmm. that route. Operation Mind. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You know that really come out with Queens, right? Everybody yeah. said it. It's, it's, it's one of the eponymous ones, isn't it, really? Operation yeah, Mind, yeah. right? You know, that's like, you know, it's, that's, it's very heady. But it's like, you know, it's, it's, people are still talking about of it. Course, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, 20, so. 25 plus mm-hmm. years on as well. Yeah, most definitely. So, most yeah. definitely. So just uh, so one final question from me then, Tommy, because I, I know you're extremely busy and thinking uh, one last show uh, uh, with the guys and hanging around Wembley tomorrow and then it's a uh, break for the, uh, for the holidays. But in terms of being uh, sort of part of this experience uh, mm. and here in Europe, uh, and seeing some of the, uh, you know, the, the fan footage with you sort of giving it what for uh, uh, on stage with Ivan and, you know, yeah, yeah. What, what, what sort of uh, things are you drawing from this experience and yourself? Um, I mean, well, it's just been it, all around. It's been a more, um, it's been a learning experience, you know what I mean? So, you know, being, 
you know, it's one thing to be to you know, I'm, I learn a lot obviously from Zoltan as a friend and a yeah. manager and a yeah. businessman and an artist. Um, but also understanding, like, you know, what makes a band successful. You know, so watching bands, watching Of Mice and Men and watching In Flames and watching Death yeah. Punch. Like, I'm at the show. I watch the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm paying attention because I'm always... It's like uh, I study musicians' live shows the way that football players study the other teams. Yeah. You know, because, I, you know, I don't have all my, my ideas. All my original ideas either have been done already or... You know, sometimes the best live performances are concatenations of other artists of different genres. Yeah. So that's that's one thing. It's been very inspiring. It's been very inspiring to see, you know, what Death Punch has done with their fans. Yeah. You know, what they do for them. It's a band that goes above and beyond, um, you know, and, and no matter how big they got or will get, yeah. they really are like the people's champions. Yeah, you know definitely, what I mean? yeah. So it's been it's a it's a there's a there's a lot to uh, to learn from all that. And yeah, Ivan gave me some vocal lessons on the, on this run, and you know it's like all, stuff that I normally wouldn't think to do or right. know about, and, right. and it's you know it's just all kinds of stuff, and we just you know these guys are like my bros, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like we're like a family, yeah. and and basically Bad Wolves and Death Punch are kind of like it's kind of like how in in hip hop you see a lot of rappers helping each other out right yeah. like so for instance dr dre signs eminem yeah eminem blows up right eminem in turn finds 50 cent yeah signs 50 cent 50 cent blows up 50 yeah. cent in turn finds the game so it really is is about uh you know there's a wall that was broken down in this where it was like you know what we were doing uh the value of it was recognized by other artists and, yeah. and our peers and, and and our friends who were more successful first before the industry knew what was going on. Yeah. And then they followed suit. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, I think, you know, the people, if we make a record that our 16-year-old selves would, will buy, then we did good. Yeah. You know, and it's just about having the right, you know, I think 11.7 believes in us. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, we're going to have a, a crazy touring year next year. We're going to be, you know, we're gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like I don't even know if I should keep my apartment. We're going to be oh, gone so much. Oh, so. right. Yeah, so it'll be, uh, it should be, it should be good. So it's going to be a full-on 2018 then? It's going to be a, a full-on 2018. <laughs> Indeed. Know. Bring a hard hat. It's going to get rough. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. And uh, opportunity for seeing Bad Wolves in the UK then, perhaps, next year? I would like for that to happen, if not during the summer, but in the fall of next year. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, right now we have... We have spring lined up. We have a bunch of American festivals, yeah. and then we're going to be routing tour dates, weaving in and out of all the festivals yeah. that we're doing. Yeah. Um, and then there's talk of us doing an arena tour uh, as an opener, obviously. Yeah. Right. And then, right. uh, and then when that's done, I'm hoping that either by the summer or by September, that we will be going abroad again. Because I, I mean, I had a great time here. I, you know, I spent, I've been on two tours in Europe this year, and. I had a really great time, and, yeah. and uh, I missed it. It's been a while, so yeah. it's good to be back. Indeed. Well, Tommy, thanks for chatting to us here on the Unchained Rock Show. Really do appreciate it. Thank you very and uh, I certainly do hope that uh, it blows up for uh, Bad Wolves, without a doubt. And having um, uh, been fortunate to, to listen to some of the uh, the tracks and preview, uh, I'm uh, really looking forward to the whole album. Oh, I'm glad you did. Definitely. Man. I'm going to have to get a full... I'm on a full report on my desk when it comes out in March. Indeed. (laughs) Cheers, Tommy. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. Thanks.